Hey y'all, I'm Damon Oates, founder of Deco Exchange. Who else has heard that crafting is just a hobby? I turned my love of crafting into a thriving multi seven-figure company, surrounded myself in an amazing community, and met some amazing business owners along the way. I'm here to show everyone that makers mean business. Hey you guys, it is Parker here with the Makers Mean Business podcast. Y'all, I was thinking about a few different options for recording today, and I finally decided to talk about uh, e-commerce and specifically three main things that it takes to be successful in e-commerce. Y'all know I don't like to just chit chat and hang out during these, so I'm just going to jump right into it, y'all. I've kind of boiled down the success of our e-commerce site, uh, decoexchange.com, into three main things. And y'all, I should before I even talk about those three things, I'm just going to talk about the the great debate. Y'all, we have this huge debate that always comes up anytime we talk about e-commerce or selling platforms or or anything like that. And the the culprits usually or or the topic usually is Shopify versus Etsy. And my take on it and Damon's take on it are actually the same for once usually we we usually don't have the same <laughs> the same view on everything but this time we agree uh if you if you can't be successful on Etsy you probably won't be successful on Shopify and it it boils down to the three keys that I'm going to talk about today you guys uh, and I'll, I'll talk about them when I get there um and I'll explain why but I just want to let you guys know that I'm going to be mentioning our Shopify store and the success of our Shopify store, but I don't want you guys to think that you have to have a Shopify store. And I don't want you guys to think that Shopify is better than Etsy or Etsy is better than Shopify. It really just depends what you're capable of. And we always, always, always recommend you guys, if you are just starting out selling your craft, selling your handmade unique products, start on Etsy because it's going to be the easiest. And with that, I'm going to jump right into the first key, and that is traffic. The reason that Etsy is a better place to start is because traffic is already baked into Etsy. Millions of people are shopping on Etsy. Millions of people trust Etsy. It's it's almost like Amazon, right? People know that you can just go to amazon.com and buy whatever the heck you want. Same, same rings true with handmade products. Uh, if you're looking for a handmade product and you don't really know where to go, Etsy is usually the first place that comes to mind for most people. And with that being said, you don't have to try to get people to your website. If you have a Shopify store, a WooCommerce store, you don't have that pre-made traffic. You have to find a way to get your customer to actually go to your website. So some people use Facebook ads to do that. Some people use Google ads. Some people use organic traffic. There's things like SEO, which we've talked about in a previous episode. There are free ways to do it. Obviously, um, we we use Facebook Lives as a huge way to leverage to leverage our community and turn them into traffic, which then turns them into sales on our website. But y'all, the thing about traffic and the thing about e-commerce is it's just a formula. I have I have an industry rate here that conversion rates, average conversion rates are usually one to 2% for e-commerce sites. So what that means is for every 100 people that go to your shop or go to your store, one to two people will make a purchase. Y'all, that's like really, really low. So if you're trying to make a sale and you're just starting out, 
and I say it's really low. I don't mean that it's terrible. I just mean in the grand scheme of things, you have to convince a hundred people to go to your website statistically to make a sale. You have to convince a hundred people to go and click on a link to make a sale statistically. I want you all to think about that for a second. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people who probably don't know who you are, who probably don't like, know, and trust you, that you have to get somewhere and do something. And the nice thing about Etsy is those people are already there. Those people are already browsing. They're already shopping. So you don't have to convince anyone to do anything. Um, being on Etsy gives you that the benefit of already having the traffic built in. So if you're on Etsy and you're trying to sell your handmade products, you really only have the two other keys to worry about. You don't really have to worry about traffic. Now, if you're building a Shopify site or you have your own standalone website, you have to figure out how to get traffic. And one thing, like I mentioned earlier, that works really well for us is uh, Facebook Lives. Y'all see me all the time live on Facebook, uh, you know, selling selling ribbon and and talking about our website and getting basically getting people there. Because at the end of the day, I know that every 100 people, I'll make one to two sales. So I've I really got to work that number, you guys. And you do too if you want to make sales on your own website. Y'all, the second key to success for e-commerce is photography. So you want to make sure that whatever it is you're selling looks good. Uh, everyone's heard, you know, pictures are worth a thousand words. And it's so true. Uh, I've, I've done this testing myself, but everyone knows if you have a crappy picture, no one really wants, you know, you kind of get skipped over. Uh, pictures are kind of like that showstopper thing that when you're scrolling through Facebook or scrolling through Etsy, if you see something that is just drop dead gorgeous, you stop, you want to stop the scroll. And the easiest way to do that is with a good photo. So whenever you guys are trying to sell your product, trying to get your product seen by more people, trying to drive more traffic to look at your product and potentially buy it, the easiest way is to have a good photo. So y'all, I've, I've talked about creating quality content on a few episodes ago. Um, but having a decent camera, uh, as long as you, really, as long as you have a relatively recent cell phone, most of those can take good photos, but really the secret to good photography is lighting. So if you've got some good natural light in your studio or wherever you take photos, uh, that's great, but you can also buy ring lights. You can buy, uh, box lights. You can buy extra lighting, you know, just to make sure that your product really pops on photo. It it really, really does make a difference, you guys. Y'all, the last key to success is the descriptions. So I I said descriptions because I don't really have a better term for it off the top of my head, but it all kind of boils into SEO and title and descriptions and basically everything that's non-photography about your product, right? So you want to make sure that the title describes what the product is, right? On on Etsy, this is a little different than Shopify because Etsy, you really want to use all of the spaces you can for keywords. So your title on Etsy might not be this great grandiose description of your product, but it might be just like Winter Wreath with Snowman or something like that. Uh, and then once you get into the descriptions, you really, really, really want to start focusing on keywords and SEO. I know Christine and I talked about SEO a lot. I'll, I'll bring it up a little bit here. 
but the the best way i can describe seo to you guys and i i try to change the way i describe it every time because maybe if i say something slightly different that light bulb will go off for one of you guys the best way i can describe good seo is the difference between high school math and elementary school math and i'll use re- a wreath as an example so the high school math equivalent to wreath making is a 15 to 24 inch wire form with the curl and poof method with wired ribbon tails and you know you could go on and on with all these technical terms about wreath making that really only wreath makers know about now let's talk about an elementary term an elementary math equivalent to wreath making deco mesh wreath deco mesh wreath with ribbon winter wreath, snowman wreath, really simple stuff, you guys, like building block words, like nothing crazy, no curl and poof, no wire form, nothing like that. Um, And to me, those are good SEO words. Those are good words that will help your product get found because you need to think like your customer. You don't need to think like a master or an expert. You need to think like someone who is buying something that they know nothing about, especially as a handmade artisan seller. Um, If you're selling specialty goods, that might be a little different, right? An example might be uh, our decoexchange.com store, right? We sell crafting supplies. So our, our descriptions and our terminology are geared towards people who know what they're looking for in that sense. So I know that people search for wired ribbon, and I know people search for houndstooth design, and I know people search for harlequin. Uh, if I was selling to a different demographic that didn't even know what houndstooth was or didn't even care if the ribbon was wired or not, I would have different descriptions. And I, I hope that makes sense for you guys who are trying to sell your handmade products. You need to think about the people who are buying your product and not think about it as you are the expert of it. You really, really, really got to dumb it down. And I don't mean that customers are dumb. I just mean that the terminology that you use is different than what they use. You're speaking a whole different language. You're doing algebra and trigonometry while they're you know, counting one, two, three. So really keep it simple, but also describe it in, in the way that the user is going to be looking for it. Yo, I hope that really uh, made sense. We cover a ton of this this kind of stuff in our coaching group. You can read all about our coaching group at damonsbusinesscoaching.com. We'll have that all in the show notes for you guys. But really, I just want to hop on and, and talk a little bit about what it takes to be successful in e-commerce. And y'all, just to round, round it up or uh, give a quick little summary, the three keys to success that I've identified in our store and I think is is pretty much um, a standard across everywhere. You need traffic, you need good photos, and you need good SEO slash descriptions slash titles. So if you can get people there and it looks good and you can describe it in a way that interests them, you're going to make sales. I know I was talking a little bit when I was talking about traffic about Etsy versus Shopify and you know th- y'all there's there's tons of shopping carts there's not just those two there's you know WooCommerce there's Amazon there's Amazon handmade there's you know Wix websites you can you can sell things all kinds of ways um, but I, I just brought up those two because they were the most popular and if you guys are just starting out I can't stress it enough to start out on Etsy you guys 
because those three keys, traffic, photos, and descriptions, if you start out on Etsy, you don't have to worry about traffic. People are already on Etsy. They're already looking for what you're trying to sell. Um, so it really just comes down to having really good photos and really good descriptions and keywords if you're on Etsy. Y'all, I really do hope this helped. Uh, I I hope this episode helped you guys. I know it can be daunting. It can be scary. Uh, but it really doesn't have to be if you break it down and keep it simple. Well, I've been trying to take a new approach on some of the coaching or the business coaching that I've been doing. And that is a a three-step program, y'all. I've been doing, I'm on threes today for whatever reason. Step one is simplify. Step two is implement. And step three is optimize. So what I'm trying to do on these podcasts is simplify things for you guys so you can implement them. So once you have them implemented, you can optimize it later. Uh, things don't have to be perfect, you guys. Don't don't let the fear of imperfection stop you from moving forward because nothing is ever going to be perfect. Our store is a mess. Our warehouse is a mess. Our business is a mess, you guys. But we're constantly optimizing all of the things that we implement. And it's for us right now and for most most businesses, you know it's not the, the SIO, it's not the simplify, it's not the implement, and then it's the optimize. It's usually all of those things all at once for different things. <laughs> like each each process or each step in your business is on a different segment of that process. And you just kind of have to uh, jump between each step. But I really think if you simplify things and then you implement them, you can go back and optimize them later. And you'll get a hell of a lot further than if you tried to make sure it was perfect the first time around. So if you ever stuck, you guys, just remember, simplify, implement, optimize. Y'all, I hope this episode helped. I hope it kind of shed some light on e-commerce and what it takes to be successful and some tips and tricks on maybe improving your existing store or getting your store started. Y'all have a good day, you guys. Love you guys. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Uh, Feel free to subscribe, makersmeanbusiness.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. And I'll see y'all next time.